you know, for the players that didn't make it this go, you still have such a bright future and so much to work towards. If they want to look towards this and be like, man, her World Cup dream ended this way and she's still going to do this next podcast. Like I can go to practice after getting bad news and do my best. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Snacks. I'm Sam Buis. And I'm Lynn Williams. And this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also about... World Cup roster and the World Cup. The World Cup. Lynn I, made it. <laughs> I told my family and my nephews and nieces kept saying, World Cup, World Cup. We can Aww, song. That is so cute. Yeah. I am so excited. Here's what we're doing today on the podcast. The World Cup roster has been announced. We're going to go through all the names and talk about what we might see down under. And then we have Becky Sauerbrunn, who announced this week that she was sadly unable to join the team. We're going to catch up with her about how she's doing. We told you guys last week that we would have Allie Riley on, and we're going to have her on next week. It's such an awesome interview. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. But before we get to all that, Lynn, how are you doing? In a whirlwind. Yeah. A whirlwind of a time. I love the World Cup. You are going to the World Cup. How does it feel? It feels incredible, like surreal. Everybody keeps asking me, like, what does this mean to you? And I'm like, I don't think I can put it into words what it means to me. Like, I just have been working for it for my literally whole life. It's like, it's the pinnacle of everything you've ever done. I know. So funny, though. Okay, like, dramatic. I... <laughs> it's, it's the pinnacle of your whole peak. existence. This is your peak in life. No, okay. <laughs> um, I called my dad to be like, I made it. And all he said was, oh, cool. <laughs> well... I know. Even when I heard that you made it, I was like, well, yeah. Like, I was like, it was the same as when you got engaged. I was just like, that is so amazing. Like, I'm just not surprised at all, but like, I'm so happy. I know. Literally, you go, congrats. Your dad said, oh, cool. (laughs) You guys, I need a little bit more. Like, a little bit more. Well, I did get you a gift, but. What is it? I don't have it. I don't have it right now. I could go get mine. Oh, are they matching? Yeah. But I'd have to get up. Okay, we'll do this after. But Sam, <laughs> I want to let everybody know Sam texted me saying, I got the cutest freaking gifts ever. And I go, what is it? And she goes, it's just so cute. I can't wait to show you. And I was like, okay, well, why did you tell me? <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know how I'm going to get it to you, but I'm working on it. Do you feel relieved? Kind of. Like on one hand, I'm like, I did it. I like made it. But then on yeah. the other hand, you're like, we haven't done anything yet. I know. Like, I feel I like know. there's almost, like, more stress is coming. I know. You'll you'll be so relieved when you win! That'll be real relief. I know. Okay, let's do this thing and go through the roster. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. We have... Should we read names? Yeah, let's... Do you want to... Let's, let's read them in order, starting from the keepers, and then we'll go through the keepers. Do you want to just, like, then go through the keepers and then defenders and go through the defenders? Or you just want to read the whole thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. Okay, let's read them all. You start. Okay, goalkeepers. We have Alyssa Nair, Casey Murphy, and Aubrey Bledsoe. And the defenders are Emily Fox, Crystal Dunn, Alana Cook, Naomi, Sophia Huerta, Kelly, and Emily Sonnet. Midfield, we have Julie Ertz, Andy Sullivan, Christy Mewis, Lindy Horan, Rose Lavelle, Ashley Sanchez, Savannah DeMello. And then forwards are Megan Rapino, myself, Trinity, Soph Smith, Alex Morgan, and Alyssa Thompson. I went through this list 
And more than half of this roster has appeared on snacks. And I think we need to make it a goal to try to get the rest by the end of the year. Right. I love that. I love that role. Role? Goal. Goal. Throw yeah, a goal. it's a goal. Okay, so let's start back from the top. The goalkeepers. Alyssa, of course, savior from the last World Cup. Constant savior for everywhere and everywhere she ever plays for. Casey and Aubrey both have been in form in the league, but we're just super excited. We'll expect to see Alyssa. And we're yeah, I just feel like who knows what's going to happen with the keepers right now. Um, I would assume to see Alyssa, but I also think Alyssa's probably excited. Um, Alyssa like hasn't been doing too hot. <laughs> She's probably just excited to get out there for a second. Breathe. For the defenders, Becky's injury is big recent news here. We are going to have her on this episode, and we're going to hopefully talk to her a little bit about this. But we'll have Alana and Naomi probably at center back, which is awesome. They started one of the She Believes games together. Hopefully Alana and Naomi can just build this center back partnership while you guys are in camp. I think so. But what I think is also crazy, talking about versatility and stuff, is that like you have, because now that Becky's not there, who is the other natural like 100% center back? You, we don't have one. So you have like Sonnet who can jump in there. You have Julie, who's played center back before. Maybe she jumps back there. I don't know. I'm like interested to see I, like how I that. I feel like, yeah, that's what's I think so interesting about having this like set roster is that that versatility just becomes so valuable and it gives you more opportunities to get on the field. I'm excited. I mean, I think the back line as the, the lineups we've seen recently will expect Foxy and Crystal at outside back, but there's great options at outside back with Sonic Kelly and Sofia Huerta as well. The back line's experience, especially with Crystal and Kelly, it's a younger team, but the back line I feel like is really solid. These players are all doing great in the league and they've been doing great for the, this team this year. Oh, I agree. Um, and in the midfield, I think we're stacked in the midfield as well. We have Lindsay Horan, who's going to lead that line. Now that Becky is, down do you think that we expect to see Lindsay as the captain do you think that goes to out like I'm just curious to see that who takes that like captain role you have then Rose and Andy obviously Rose is coming off in the injury but I'm gonna just assume I don't know anything about Rose's injury but I'm just gonna assume that she's just gonna come out and and she bubble wrapped herself and say you know what the most important thing right now is the world cup and like let me just get ready for that so I'm like not worried at all I think she's just gonna come in seamlessly and just do the Rose thing. Uh, Same. I like have no doubts about Rose. She is just incredible. And she in big moments is so up for the challenge. So you're right. I agree. The midfield is really, really strong. Andy Sullivan, Julie, Ashley Sanchez, Savannah DeMello, all doing well, all playing in the league right now. Ashley Sanchez is scoring goals. Savannah DeMello is scoring goals. This is like great. And like you, like we said earlier, Julie's versatile. I'm not Christy Mewis. We got Christy Mewis. Everybody needs a Christy Mewis on their team. I think it's like such a creative group. I think like there's a lot of flair in the midfield. There's a lot of like that pretty like ability to like dance on the ball kind of. So I'm, yeah. I think it's just a really strong group. Yeah. Play the, like the through passes, draw people in and then exploit them. I think like Savannah DeMello is such a good for her. That's all I can say is like good for you. You played your way onto the national team. Like, I know. I think like it's, it's proof incredible. that the NWSL is like, it's important and it matters. And if you do well there, like yeah. you're going to get a chance. Like I'm like pumped for her. So am I. Every time I watch her play, I'm like, yeah, like it makes sense. Yeah. You're scoring goals. She's playing with like a confidence that 
yeah is unreal and I think that you need that confidence going into a world cup and a major tournament especially when things can get all crazy so I'm just really excited for her. I've never besides we played them obviously this past weekend but besides that I've never bought her but she just seems so nice yeah I love that I don't I know what that, that means too. but I like it I love that too the forwards the headline Lynn Williams of course tons of options up there I feel like again like expecting a 4-3-3 as you have always been playing for months and months and years. But um, we have Sophia Smith. We have Trinity Robin. We have Lynn. We have Pina. We have Alyssa Thompson. We have Alex. Like, so much attacking prowess. Pino coming in for set pieces, for PKs. We talked to her on an episode um, a few months ago, and she seemed like she had totally embraced her role. So I'm, like, thrilled for her and excited to see her back on that stage that she just, like, totally exploded on last time. Yeah, I think that some things people don't talk about with Pino. Well, one, now that Becky is obviously not coming to, like, having that leadership. But Pino's ability to talk to the press and, like, take that whole role on and not really let it affect her allows everybody else to go and just do what they need to do on the field and not feel the pressure to be that person because Pino is just naturally that yeah, charismatic, outgoing, like, attention-grabbing, in the best way, human being. So I think that, like, that's something that we don't talk about enough. And then I know we have Alyssa who's getting her first World Cup. She's... I think the youngest one on our team, but obviously so deserving, has been killing it in the league. She's like electric watching her. Yeah. Like, damn, you're doing great. I know. I'm just like, I'm so excited to get it started. I'm so excited that like we don't have to keep this secret anymore. No. I know. <laughs> I I, like, I know. It's wait. really fun to talk about it. I know. I know. I like can't wait um, to get going. I know that right now it's like all fun and games, but it's going to get so intense and the pressure is going to be on and it, these games matter the most of any game that's ever mattered in the history of ever looking at the list of players i'm just like excited to go into battle with with this list of 23 and i hope that we come out with that gold trophy and ball man i am rooting for you guys and i'm sure that you will seniority wise we have alex pino kelly Lindsay, rose sonnet julie crystal a listener who have played in a world cup before, but everybody else will be at their first world cup. So this is definitely a young squad. We've also, we, I think a big focus will just be on this center back pairing between Alana and Naomi. They, they have this, I think was like an evolution that may have came eventually. Um, but it's here now. And I think they have like this critical time during your camp to really yeah, play together and like form that bond across the back line. I think also like, this isn't a fun fact, but like, where do we see Crystal? Is she only going to stay at the back line? Will she get herself into the midfield ever? I think she obviously is an incredible midfielder as well. So who knows? I'm going to just throw this out there and predict maybe at some point we play a 3-5-2. I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. Nobody has told me that, but <laughs> I just maybe feel it in my gut at some point that maybe that might happen. I have no idea. We, I'm going to take that as... Your gut is right, and when we see it, I'm going to say Lynn called that. Yeah, I just want to throw it out there so, like, you owe me, like, a dollar if I get that right. A dollar. Okay, perfect. I can afford a dollar. Do you expect to see rotation in the group stage? Seven. I mean, obviously, if you guys go all the way, it's seven games. In previous tournaments, we've seen a lot of rotation. Do you think that will stay true now? I'm not sure. You know, obviously, we start with 
we start off with Vietnam and the Netherlands. And then after that, we play Portugal. Obviously, every single game in group play matters because you have to get out of your group. And I think you want to start off the tournament strong. So I'm, I honestly have no idea. I think that like in the Olympics, we rotated a lot. We obviously didn't get the result we wanted to. So does that mean we stick to who we are and continue to rotate? Or are we going to go back to also who we are and, and not rotate? Like, is that something we've learned from the Olympics? Like, I'm, I'm just not really too sure. I think what's crazy about this major tournament and this World Cup is we've had so long away from each other. And we've all mm-hmm. just been kind of putting our head down and grinding for so long and just kind of like worrying about getting on the team that like we are also like what is going to happen at the same time. So it's like kind of exciting, but also like we have 30 days to get it together. Yeah. Well, I, I will say like once you're together, it's you will have a lot of time. And I'm sure as soon as you're all yeah. in the same room again, it's just going to be like we know what we're doing. This is why the national team is such an intense environment is this is why you get yelled at by yeah. everybody if you're not in the right place on a set piece is because you have to know what to do in the most heightened moment. As yeah. soon as you guys are all back in there and back together, you're going to pick it back up. You've been training for this for years. This is why it's hard to be on the national team is exactly for moments and opportunities like this. So I like have no doubt. I feel very confident in you guys and I'm really excited. Good. I'm excited too. Also, like there's more time in between games than there was the Olympics. So mm-hmm. there's more time to recover. Yep. That was being said, like Australia and New Zealand are not that close together. The the country it's of Australia of is is huge, so it is a lot of travel. So I'm interested to see how like how we deal with that and all all of the things. So, well, I don't know. again, I'll say we have a lot of resources. Like, hopefully, everything that we have fought for to have access to in our CBA helps provide that massage therapists all of the recovery modalities, the right staff who know how to help you guys recover the quickest, nutritionists, the chef, like hopefully all these things are in place are in our working seamlessly so that you guys are just like soccer machines feeding your bodies and resting your legs and then going out there and just crushing. I love that. And also Can like- I we come? Put- Yeah, please. I want you to so badly. Oh my God. I just feel like I need to be like the motivational speaker. Yeah, we can open that position up for you. Like, oh. Blacko, Sam Hewis is coming as the MS, motivational Cheering speaker. My eyes up. Also, to that point, though, like, in the NWSL, we are, I think, versed in long travel. So Yeah, totally. So I think that hopefully is an advantage in our book. For sure. For sure. Okay, well, we are going to hear a little bit more about the World Cup when we talk to Becky next But before that, we have our next induction into the Snacks Hall of Fame brought to you by Nike. So today's entry into the Snacks Hall of Fame brought to you by Nike. She is two-time World Cup winner, an Olympic bronze medalist, a six-time She Believes Cup champion. That's a tie for first, if you didn't know. She's the heart of the goal, a team leader, an icon, and she's going to the 2023 World Cup with me. And hopefully bringing back home the fifth star for the U.S., it's Alyssa Nair. Being a goalkeeper is a thankless job. If you make the game-winning save, you did your job. If you miss it, it's your fault. You need ice in your veins. And to handle all of the pressure all the time, Alyssa does this without even looking like she ha- has broken a sweat. So, Alyssa, to honor you before your next World Cup, we're inducting you into the Snacks Hall of Fame brought to you by Nike. What snack is Alyssa? Okay, I think Alyssa is. I'm teleporting my idea into your head. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I'm not going to get it. 
It's nothing's coming. I think you're going to get it. Go. A potato chip with sea salt. No, I was going to say popcorn. Oh, that's kind of similar. It's it's like a similar. I was going to tell you it began with a P. Alyssa, pop, save. Oh, there's a lot of it. in the microwave. Like yeah, and like you just keep eating it, and you just keep loving it. I agree, but I think it's just like the 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 reason why I said like a potato chip with sea salt, and not like all of the flavorness because it's just always reliable. And I think that's old what, like, reliable, old reliable whistle, a whistle, a whistle, old gonna... reliable whistle. Like that's what popcorn is too, though. Like buttery popcorn is just reliable. It's always going to be good. Totally. You know what else is old reliable? And this reminds me of the time that Alyssa and I went to the Red Sox game together. Hot dogs. Old reliable hot dogs. Old. All right. We are. Remember remember when you went to the hot dog factory? Don't remind me. We are stretching out this segment way longer than it needs to be while we nonsense decide what snack our teammate is. Lynn, pick between potato chip, popcorn, and a hot dog for Alyssa Nair. Popcorn. I thought we decided popcorn. She's a popcorn. Okay, Alyssa, congratulations. Your popcorn. Good luck Welcome at the, to World the Cup. Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame. Brought to you by Nike. <laughs> okay, everybody. It is time for the Grubhub delivery of the week. This week's delivery comes from Mary Alice Vignola from this week's showdown between Angel City and the San Diego Wave in the Southern California Derby. As the game was dwindling to a close in the 88th minute, a poor clearance led to a great pass from Scarlett Camberos forward to Vignola, who delivered the ball straight at Kaylin Sheridan, who was unable to handle it, and it went in, taking Angel City to 2-1 to for the win. Sometimes you don't expect it to fall your way, but a perfect delivery can completely change the game. And in this case, it literally did. And guess what? You can also get a perfect delivery by using Grubhub for your next meal. Get $5 off your own delivery of the week with Grubhub. Use code SNACKS on your next order of $15 or more and satisfy every craving with delicious food delivered from Grubhub. Let's introduce everybody's hero. She's a two-time World Cup champion, an Olympic gold and bronze medalist, a three-time NWSL champion, four-time NWSL defender of the year, seven-time NWSL best 11, and most importantly, a five-time She Believes Cup champion. We're really hyping up that stat here on this podcast, Becky. It's Becky Sauerbrunn. Hey, hi. Hello. Thanks for inviting me back. Also podcast queen, Becky Sauerbrunn. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been making the rounds for sure. I think, you know, maybe this is my next career is just like hopping around to everyone else's podcasts. Do you want to come on snacks and we can just have three of us? Yeah, oh, I, that'd be a lot of people, don't you think? Well, we don't ever have to have a guest on again. We'll just just, it'll just the just three be of us three every week. <laughs> I mean, I'd listen to it. <laughs> this is a question everybody wants to know. Becky, are you the reason all the thorns are reading the Sarah J Moss books? Oh, I would like to claim some of the credit, but we have like a lot of like voracious readers on the thorns. And so I'll take a little bit of credit, but like Taylor Porter is quite the reader. And you know, Soph Smith is going through her romance genre phase. So there's a lot of people that are recommending it. She's in her reading era. I think she is. And it's like, it makes me so proud whenever I see someone walking with a book in their hand. Do you guys have like a book club? I don't think so. I think we recommend a lot to each other, but I think we all read at different rates. And so nobody really wants to be a part of a book club. That's like so mature of you guys. And like, I want to say earthy, but like, I don't know if that's the right word. Earthy. I, yeah, I don't know. I'll it's take like it. It's like very wholesome Pacific Northwest gal. Sam, remember when North Carolina tried to do a book club? 
We like literally just called it decaf and desserts and we didn't talk about the book at all. Well, that that's kind of what book clubs are, right? It's really just an yeah. excuse to like get together and drink wine and like not talk about the book. Yeah, I showed yeah. up, didn't read a single part of the book, not one word. And then people were talking about it and I was interjecting as if I had read. I know, like you had an opinion on it. You're we like, <laughs> why are you here? Okay, Becky, first again, thank you so much for coming on. We are so heartbroken and sad for you about your injury and that you aren't going to the world cup. Is there anything that you want to share about the process of realizing that you wouldn't be able to go? I mean, just that it sucks. Like it's such a bummer. Uh, really thought that I was going to get back in time, had a setback, you know, we, we gave them timelines where like I could feasibly have played minutes at the world cup, but the variability of it was like, they just didn't want to have to deal with that. And you don't want somebody like a center back, in particular that can only play like 15 minutes later on in the, in the tournament. So I like totally understood, you know, I, I kind of like hoped I was going to squeak in maybe as just like a, a presence, you know, as like a leader that could just kind of keep the locker room, hopefully in like a really positive, good vibe state, but that will now go to a lot of the other players that are going to be there. And so I'm obviously going to be cheering my ass off. Yeah. I'm going to be sad for a little bit, but like all things, I will get over it. I'll be stronger for it. So just sucks right now. Did you see this coming or was it just like a, oh, shit, like this is happening to me? Well, I think because I'd been dealing with my foot for a while and then got back and played some minutes against Seattle and I was like, okay, I'm still in a decent amount of pain. Let's go check this out. Got, you know, all the images and all that stuff done. Saw all these specialists and they were like, okay, like this is, you have something going on. Like you do need a little bit of time to let it heal it is possible, but it is aggressive to get you back in time. And so I think it was always in the back of my head that this was a possibility. But until Vlaco called, I, I was holding out like 10% hope that I was going to make it. I'm like devastated for you. Like I, obviously we can't feel what you're feeling, but I'm not the coach, but I just wish you were there so bad, even for your leadership. Like there's nobody like you that you don't even say anything you just have that look and you're like oh god guys <laughs> i made becky upset and then you do every single thing you can possibly do to make you unupset um so i just like i'm gonna really miss that around yeah it's it's obviously such a huge loss for the team becky um do you feel like in all the years that you've been a leader on this team your presence will still be felt like the impact you've had on players like Lynn. And I know Christy and we know Lindsay, the even younger leaders, like, do you see the impact that you've had and how that will like carry on, even though you're not going? Uh, I, I think you guys know me well enough that like, I'm not going to claim to have any sort of influence over anybody. I'll hope that I have impacted people in a really positive way. I am really glad that, you know, the leaders, the veteran leaders on the team made a pretty conscious effort to like really start empowering that next group of players like the Roses, the Lindsays, um, the Mals. And so I do hope that we pass the baton on well and that we'll see that at the World Cup, but I'm not going to claim that I uh, did anything crazy good that's going to make that much of an impact. But, you know, time will tell, I guess. Well, you did. I mean, you did, but I... I know what you mean. Do you like recognize even that like going on podcasts and doing stuff like this is still you being a leader? Like, do you realize that at all? No, or are you I just don't... like, this is who I am? 
I, this is, you guys asked me to do this a while ago and I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no to them. Cause I love you guys. And I wanted to do this podcast and like life goes on and I would have loved to have gone to a fourth world cup. I would have loved to have won a third. Um, but that's just not how it was supposed to be for me. And I need to accept that. I think that like, I mean, this is so early to see this too, because you're like so in it. But if we could like look broadly for a second, like if you, somebody who's been through everything and career at this moment isn't didn't go how you wanted it to, if you're able to say like life goes on, like I'll be fine. I think a younger player that doesn't necessarily get the news that they want can look to that and be like, okay, if Becky can get through this crazy moment in her life, like I can do that too. Like, I think that that is valuable. And that's why I still think you're like being a leader to be able to say like in a dark moment or in a moment that we can't even like imagine what you're going through, like be able to just put your best foot face forward still and say like, I'm going to continue to lead this team just in a different seat is pretty crazy and, and admirable in my eyes. Thanks. Thank you, Lynn. Um, I think, you know, for the players that didn't make it this go, that were right on the bubble, you still have such a bright future and so much to work towards. And so like, if they want to look towards this and be like, man, her world cup dream ended this way. And she's still going to do this next podcast. Like I can go to practice after getting bad news and do my best. <laughs> That's like the craziest part about this like career though, is that like you succeed so big in front of people and then you fail in front mm -hmm. of people too. Like it's so public and it's so in your face and then you're just expected the next day to like okay i have to go play this i just found out terrible news and i have to go play the game on the weekend and i can't let this affect me yeah yeah or whatever it's, yeah it's it's rough and like kudos to all those players that are going through that right now and are putting their best foot forward and playing in these games when their heart is broken because it is not easy to get that news and to do it publicly like you said it is so public and as you guys know like the roster got leaked well before the announcement. And so like, I'm scrambling, talking to high fire press officer, trying to figure out a statement and when I needed to put it out. And just like, it was almost like I got no time to process because I had to do all these other outward facing things. I keep like, um, like listening to this and I, I'm like, it feels so heavy and I feel like I should have something insightful to say. And like, I, I like just don't like I've had a journey with injury and having to accept like a while ago that I wasn't in the mix and that I haven't played in a really long time. And I feel like I should have something to say to you. And I like wish that I did. And I know you're going to be okay. And that's not like you, it's not helpful to hear that. And like, I know that, but I feel like I just want to say I'm uh, this like sucks and like, you don't deserve it. And I wish we could fix it for you. And I'm just really sorry that you have to miss this. It feels so unfair. And I'm like, so pissed for you. Well, Sam, I feel the exact same way for you. Like, this is not how it's supposed to be for you either. Yeah, it sucks. It does. It really sucks. And you it should sucks. absolutely be there. Because you know, like, if, if you had been healthy, you would have been there. I know. I just, my God, I, it's like, it's, I, you just should be there. Like, you just deserve it. And I'm, thinking about like even when I do think about myself I'm like I, I would give it to Becky like you are such a pinnacle of this team and of like what we're meant to be like like when I think about the decisions that I've made and 
the, the work I've put in, in the off season, like you are the emblem, like you're the example, like you're the one who holds us all to like a higher standard. And I wish for the team that you were going and I wish for you that you were going and I wish for the world. You're just such a great role model. And um, I'm just like, so sorry. This is just like literally the shittiest thing ever. And I just don't even think there's anything else to <laughs> say. Thanks, Sam. Did you speak to like Alana or Naomi or Lindsay or Alex or anybody about how their role might change? A lot of people have reached out and I have tried to make it a point to like say in my response to them, like, this is, this is your guys's team now. And so like to Lindsay in particular, you know, who has been the co-captain with me, like, like this is now she's captaining the side. She gets to lead this team out at a world cup and like, to really appreciate what that means in the course of your career. Like that's such a crazy cool accomplishment. And I think a lot of what I've been trying to say is like, appreciate it, like really soak in the moment and how amazing it's going to be. Cause it's like, you really can't replicate it. And I'm Sam, you and I know Lynn, you're going to get to experience it. Like it's really truly like one of a kind experience to really be at the pinnacle of your sport. And to be on like the brightest stage that's allowed us as athletes. If we could like backtrack for a second, because like you said, the roster was leaked and then you're scrambling. Like how like fucked up is that? Like I just, I know that reporters have to report on things, but like there's always a human on the other side of that. I don't really know where I wanted to go with that. I just wanted to like, it's so messed up. I get it though. Cause it's like, they have a job to do as well. Well, I know, but I'm just like... Yeah. And we knew that was going to get out. Like people were going to tell agents, agents were going to tell, you know, other people in the agency and like the soccer, we all know the soccer world is, they just, yeah. we just gossip. We just know everything. We love the drama. <laughs> um, and so I, I mean, Zola was getting calls about it maybe like the day after Blacko had told me. So like, it was fast. It was really fast. So, so in those moments you knew like, okay, I have to like get something out and get something prepared. I was hoping that they would give me until like Monday of this week so that I would have the weekend to like process it myself. But then I think I had to put out the statement last week at like, I don't know, Thursday or Friday or something because it had leaked so quickly and didn't really have anything written. I was still clearly going through like a lot of emotions and that part, like I really just kind of want to suffer in silence for a little bit. But of course, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And I have a job and they wanted me to be able to control the narrative as much as possible. And so wrote that and, and put it out there. Are you still around the team right now? Like Portland? Oh yeah. Like uh, Vlaco called me, d destroyed the day for me. And then I went in and did my workout, you know, like you gotta, yeah. I gotta get back for season and like my heart of hearts. I was like, okay, maybe he'll take it back. <laughs> but You know, he's not going to. So yeah, I, went in, did my workout. Portland is, has been away on a really long away trip. And so I've just been with like the non-traveling crew and they've been unbelievable friends. We went out after the games this weekend um, for a few drinks and it was like, I needed the outlet. They needed the outlet. Some random um, person came up to us at the bar and was like crying for me. So I was like, I was almost crying. And then we just wound up taking a couple of shots of Jameson. So it was just like... <laughs> So that's basically what it's been like. So like what, what's next? I don't know if you've even like thought about that. Like, yeah, the team's going to go for the world, go to the world cup and you're going to cheer us on. Oh, yeah. 
but like what what are you gonna do like what's becky how do you get through this and how do you because you will get through this obviously it's as devastating as it is now you're gonna get through this and you're gonna be fine i don't like sam said that's like such a thing to hear but you will but like what how do you even get to that point i think knowing that i'm training to get back for the season is really motivating to me and unfortunately i've been injured for the last you know several weeks and so i've kind of been in this role already and so it's just like cheering portland on cheering the national team on getting myself healthy and knowing like there's always another soccer game or another training and so that's been helping me quite a bit and just like trying to appreciate the my career you know like I'm super upset about potentially missing my fourth World Cup when talked to me about 15 years ago, I never even thought I was going to have a national team cap. And so it's kind of like, I can't be too woe as me. Like I've already done a lot of things and have been very fortunate in my career. And so I'm trying to keep perspective on it as well. Can you come as an assistant coach first though? Like, do you think we can pitch that? I don't know. I mean, put in a good word with Laco. See, see what he says. <laughs> I'll just, I'll tell him that every single day. I'll be like, I really think Becky should go. I really think Becky, he's going to be like, are you questioning me? Yeah, exactly. go as well? <laughs> you want to give up I'm your like, spot? Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I take it all back. Leave her home. <laughs> okay. As usual, Becky, you are literally the best. I would love to try to make you laugh. Can we play Family Feud Cat Edition? Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I'm in. This We're going to do something fun. This is going to be a little bit light. Becky, thank you again so much for being a good sport. Family Feud Cat Edition. All three of us are going to play. We have three strikes, and we lose the category. First question, what do cats have that we don't have, and we just have to guess? Just guess? Yeah. I'm going to say cl claws. Yeah. Whiskers. And whiskers. Fair. Jade. Jay, reveal to us oh. if we got any. Tails to Lynn gets 28 points. Good job, Lynn. Claws, 25 points. That's me. And what about Whiskers? Was Whiskers on there, Jay? No. <laughs> you know, the way things have been going, guys, I'm not surprised. Well, we, we're going to make Becky come on here and lose the cat edition of Family <laughs> Feud. Okay, Becky, can you name something that cats hate? Uh, cats hate water. Lynn, can you name something that cats hate? Cats? Hate dogs. Cats hate dogs. I'm going to say cats hate lasers. It was the first thing that popped into my mind. No, they don't. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that too. Dogs, 54 points. Lynn's crushing it. Water, 33 points. Lasers, not on here. Becky, name something that cats like to rub up against. Humans. Humans. Lynn? That tree thing. What's cat tree? Yeah. I'm going to say a leg. Doesn't that kind of go with mine? Human. Stop stealing <laughs> Becky's answers. A couch, a couch. Scratching post for Lynn is 15 points. A scratching post. People, Becky, 25 points. And hopefully a couch. No? <laughs> Are you throwing the <laughs> game furniture, out? Furniture, furniture, <laughs> furniture. Three points. Sam, um, have you ever seen a cat? Do you know what they look like? Back off. Okay, I think it's a close race between Lynn and Becky, um, but Jay is going to have to do that math. So while he does the math, Becky, how are your cats? Oh, they're they're <laughs> actually really wonderful, and um, I think they like kind of know I'm sad, and so they've been hanging around and been like really good buddies, just like always in contact, just always around, which is really sweet. 
That is really sweet. That's really nice. It looks like we have the results. Lynn, you win with 61 points. Becky, 58 points. Oh, close. Sam, 31 points. Becky, we are going to let you go. You're an icon. You're an American hero. We love you so much. Thank you for coming on Snacks. You're literally the best ever. Thank you, guys. Um, And, you know, if you want me back on at any point, let me know. Obviously, I've got a lot of uh, time on my hands, so... (laughs) We want you on as a permanent host. We could rotate if one of us is busy. We'll, yeah, I'll be a we'll stand-in have, if you're busy. Call yeah, just we'll women's ha- sports. We'll have our people call your people. I don't have people, but okay. Just have them call me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, we don't have people either. We'll just text you. Okay, that sounds good. Becky, are you up for a chomp? This next segment is brought to you by Adobe, who want to remind soccer fans everywhere that by using Adobe Express, you can hashtag make it bold. So in the spirit of making it bold, we're going to talk about the boldest moments in our career. We are really going to set the scene here for you all. Who wants to start? Go ahead. Go on. Because I know you have one. I have one. I When I think about bold, I think about kind of like taking a risk and doing something a little bit crazy. Some may call it crazy. Others may call it inspired and bold. In the Olympics, with no one in the crowd, Lynn gave me a pass and I said, looks perfect. And I dove at it with my head, dove at it face first, and it somehow hit off my head and went into the goal in a very heightened, scary moment where I think we were losing Yeah, losing in an Olympics zero. knockout game. I did a diving header and I made my best friend look great and she made me look great. And I think it was a very bold moment, Lynn. It was a bold moment um, because I don't think it was that great of a cross. You just went for it and we needed you in that moment and you did it. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to go for it. Make it bold. Yeah. I'm also going to say a header that was kind of crazy too was back in 2016. You I know. knew you were going to say you this. Because I'll never live it down and it was the best moment of my life and I'll talk about it until I die. But As it you was should. in 2016, we were also losing the championship game in the final minutes and it was the extra time of overtime we think the game is over the other team's owner is already down on the field to celebrate nope lynn friggin heads it in heads it in i look back and watch the replay the keeper's coming out to punch the ball and there's also a defender coming out and i boldly stuck my head out there and it doinked off my head balanced before the line and rolled into the back of the goal I know. It was like probably one of the best days of my life that day. That was the same thing in the Olympics, though. We went on to win in BKs. That is so true. So both of us had to get our noggins on those balls. I think the key to making it bold is to just stick your neck out there, folks. You heard it here first. Make your soccer fandom stand out. Create your fan posters, dances, and reels with the new all-in-one Adobe Express. Get started now at express.adobe.com. All right. Next week on the podcast, week 14. Our last episode before I leave for the World Cup. I know Allie Riley is coming on. So that's that's a good part. Um, That's exciting. Get excited to stay and listen to that. And I will be asking our very own Lynn Williams about her travels to Australia, New Zealand. So don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it. Like this one from creating a nickname for Atars that says, y'all are hilariously wicked. Cannot get enough. Brings my mood up every time I listen. Thank you so much. That is so kind. I love reading the reviews. One last thing, Lynn. Um, come to the White Cup. Please. Are you going to do the go-bats at the World Cup? Well, why freaking not? Why freaking not? Get well, all those wanna, eyes on the wanna, bats. Do you want to um, come up with a signal that if I do it, that means I'm thinking of you? 
Yeah. Okay, like what? <laughs> yeah. Gonna look crazy out there. I, good. Okay, you're, well, if you, you guys are going to make it bold. around, chomping the air, you know why. It means it's for me. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snacks produced by Jay Wolf, Lauren Day, Patrick Cadino, Annie Schutz, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to justwomensports.com and be sure to follow Just Women's Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Sam Mewis. And I'm Lynn Williams, and you've been listening to Snacks. <laughs>